Good morning, everybody. It is Friday, January 25th, 2019, and it is a beautiful day to continue our faith-filled Friday and our journey through the armor of God. We started last week, actually two weeks ago, this is week three, on the armor of God, and we looked at the first, the the belt, and then last week we looked at the breastplate, and today we're going to focus on the shoes. So if you are home and able, grab your Bible, open up to Ephesians 6, and we're going to be focusing on verses 10 through 18. So Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. Today I'm going to be reading from the Amplified Version, because each week during the series, as we look at the armor of God, I'm going to read those verses to you from a different version of scripture. I think it helps us to understand and hear God's word to us when we can hear it in different versions and translations. So don't go away. Grab your Bible, open up to Ephesians 6, and we're going to be focusing on verses 10 through 18. And if you're driving, Stay tuned. You don't need to open your Bible. I am going to read it to you. But there's something about hearing it and seeing it at the same time that really helps it to just go right to the depths of your soul. This is Lisa, living with Lisa, keeping it real. I'll be right back. Let's all grab our Bibles and we'll start this journey into looking at the armor of God, focusing on the shoes today. Ephesians 6, 10-18, from the Amplified. The Armor of God. In conclusion, be strong. Be strong in the Lord. Draw your strength from Him and be empowered through your union with Him. And in the power of His boundless might, put on the full armor of God, for His precepts are like the splendid armor of a heavily armed soldier so that you may be able to successfully stand up against all the schemes and the strategies and the deceits of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, contending only with physical opponents, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly supernatural places. Therefore, put on the complete armor of God so that you will be able to successfully resist and stand your ground in the evil day of danger. And having done everything that the crisis demands to stand firm in your place, fully prepared, immovable, victorious. So stand firm and hold your ground, having tightened the wide band of truth personal integrity and moral courage around your waist and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and upright heart and having strapped on your feet the gospel of peace and preparation to face the enemy with firm-footed stability and the readiness produced by the good news above all lift up the protective shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one 
and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. With all prayer and petition, pray with specific request at all times, on every occasion, and in every season in the Spirit. And with this in view, stay alert with all perseverance and petition, interceding in prayer for all of God's people. Ephesians six, ten through 18 from the Amplified Version. Let's take a looker, a looker, (laughs) a closer look, oh my gosh, a closer look to the shoes. And so, so far we've read from the NIV, which is the New International Version, the voice in the Amplified. And the NIV, oh my gosh, sorry says that we have our feet fitted with readiness and the voice our feet are protected in preparation and then the amplified says having strapped on your feet the gospel of peace in preparation there's one thing that we need to notice we need to notice that Look at the verbs when we're talking about the feet, okay? The initial version, let me go back, is, and your feet are fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. What's important to realize is that there's a lot of verbs with your feet fitted with readiness. They've got to be fitted. You know, you don't just go grab any old pair willy-nilly out of the cupboard. I mean, if you have a pet or you have kids, (laughs) think of it this way. You're just, you know, your son or daughter is going to run out to the car because they forgot their backpack, whatever. And so they slip on your sneakers really quick. Instead of putting on their shoes, They say, Mom, Dad, I'm going to just borrow your sneakers. And they slide their feet into your sneaks because they're oversized. They don't fit and it's easy, right? And typically this works. It works pretty well. You know, they slip them on. They're able to go out to the car and get whatever it is they forgot wearing your oversized shoes. But they don't fit. They're too big, but they were easy. When we look at the armor of God and putting on our gospel shoes, as some call them, they need to be fitted with readiness. Just like it would be safer to go out with shoes that fit our feet. I remember uh, borrowing, borrowing my, I don't know if it was my mother's or my father's, but whoever's shoes I borrowed to just run to the car real quick. Well, guess what happened? One, I was rushing. And two, I was wearing shoes that are way too big for my feet. I fell. And of course, being the charming child I was at that point, your shoes made me fall, blah, 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 blah. I 
I slipped and do do do. You know, nothing about that I was rushing and being careless and not paying attention or that the shoes were five sizes too big. That's the same way with our gospel shoes that they talk about as the armor of God that we got to put on our shoes. But like the NIV talks about having your feet fitted with readiness. That's a verb. You need to be doing something. You need to make sure they fit. And even the voice says your feet are protected in preparation. In preparation. Another verb. And in the Amplified, it's strapped on your feet in preparation. More verbs. When we're looking at the armor of God and we're putting on our shoes, the our gospel shoes, it's a verb. We need to be doing something and they need to be fitted. And as I read the verse from the NIV, with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. The first thing I thought of in the area where I live, we have a place called Fleet Feet and you can go to Fleet Feet and they will find you the perfect sneakers. And typically their sneakers cost more than the same sneakers somewhere else, but you're really paying them for the service, not necessarily the sneaks. And they they have like a four-step philosophy on how they pick your shoes at Fleet Feet. Listen, watch, act, plan. You can go to like fleetfeet.com and visit their website. And So it's listen, watch, act, plan. And they will find you just the right sneaker that you're looking for. And I've gone in the process. It's, it's actually quite intriguing. You know, you stand on this thing. You walk certain ways. They have like a mini indoor track so they can watch you walk in different shoes. They watch you walk barefooted. You know, their staff is trained. It's not just, you know, your high school kid working after an after school job. You know, they're trained in what to look for in your feet. And that's what I thought of when I was reading the verse about that our feet are fitted with readiness. They're protected in preparation. They're strapped on in preparation. We need to be ready. And it just reminded me of going to Fleet Feet. And they listened, they watched, they act, they planned. And that's what we need to be doing is... When we're reading the Bible, and that's what we're doing, the our gospel shoes are knowing our Bible so that when different things come our way, we can decipher if it's of God or if it's of the world. And So you need to be fitted. You need to be reading your Bible so it's a perfect fit. And you don't want to be like shortcutting or taking snippets here and there of verses. Just like at Fleet Feet, they listen. They watch, they act, they plan. That's what we need to be doing with our shoes, our gospel shoes. We need to be listening to what's going on around us, listening to what God would have us do. We need to be watching how others are responding. And do we want the same result? Or might we have to walk the road less traveled, right? And then we have to act. Now we've We've listened to what God wants us to do. We listen to what the world wants us to do. We've watched what's going on. We've watched how things have reacted or responded to the way others. Now we got to act. We got to do something. We got to put our gospel shoes 
They're on, they're fitted, they're ready in preparation. But what are they in preparation for? Peace, proclaiming the good news, sharing the gospel, facing the enemy. We're ready. So we move. And more verbs. We move into action. And like at Fleet Feet, they make a plan. You know, what's the right shoe? What are you going to do to get there? We need to make a plan. You know, how can we reach that goal and give God the glory and build his kingdom? How can we reach that goal being the best version of ourselves that we can be? And, you know, that's truly it. As we talk and work our way through Ephesians in the armor of God, you need to remember who wears armor, a soldier, and we're all soldiers of Christ. So we need to be dressed and, you know, the belt holds up our pants, the breastplate protected our heart, and now the shoes, they're going to help us to be prepared to move it's the verb it's putting it all into action the the breastplate is protecting the heart the belt of truth is being able to recognize truth from lies and hold your pants up but your gospel shoes your um your feet being fitted with readiness your feet protected in preparation or strapped in the peace in preparation that is preparing us to be able to go and do and say whatever needs to be done for God. And that requires a lot. And there's a few other verses and, you know, I love to share more because we can look at Ephesians 10 and just look at the armor of God and we can talk about the our shoes and our shoes of readiness and our gospel shoes ready to take us wherever we need to go and fight whatever battle God brings our way. But another, I'm going to share just a few more verses that I think will help. First John 2, 6. First John 2, 6. Anyone who says, I live in intimacy with him should walk the path Jesus walked. So if you have a relationship with God, then we should be walking the same path that Jesus walked. It is not easy. It's hard and we all fail. I fail. I do not walk that road 24-7-365. I'm not going to lie to you. Do I strive to? Yes. Do I succeed every day, every minute? No. We were born sinners. We have free will. God wants us to choose to walk that path, and it's hard, yet it's worth it. And I honestly think as long as we're striving to do our best and to be good and, you know, put on our gospel shoes and be ready and walk the path God has for us, he is pleased. John ten twenty seven. John ten twenty seven. My sheep respond as they hear my voice. I know them intimately and they follow me. And the only way we can respond 
to God's voice is to spend time with God in prayer and in reading our Bible. And that's how we get to know God intimately, and that's how he knows us. You know, he already knows what we're going to say and do and think before we even get there. So those are just a couple. But I have um, a couple more that, I don't know, Deuteronomy 8.6. Deuteronomy 8.6. Observe the commands of the Lord. Oh, sorry. Battery's going to die. Observe the commands of the Lord by God, the Lord your God, by walking in His ways and by fearing Him. Deuteronomy 8 6. Observe the commands of the Lord your God by walking in His ways and by fearing Him. We need to walk in God's way. Um, craziness. So those are just a few different verses that we could look at. In case you missed them. I am going to include them in the comment section of the blog. So that in the blog, the podcast in case people want to write them down because I know I'm one of those that sometimes I like to kind of look it over and focus in a little bit more so they will be there let's just look at a couple more verses and then I'll wrap it up so we can get our Friday started uh, another verse from Ephesians Ephesians 2:10. For we are his creation, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared ahead of time so that we should walk in them. Good works that God prepared ahead of time so that we should walk in them. Second um, Chronicles 7, verses 17 through 18. As for you, if you faithfully follow me, as David your father did, obeying all my commands, decrees, and regulations, then I will establish the throne of your dynasty. For I made this covenant with your father David when I said, one of your descendants will always rule over Israel. We need to faithfully follow Christ. And we do need to obey all of his commands. And it's not going to be easy. Nobody said that road is easy. Hebrews 10:12 Let us continue to come near with sincere hearts in the full assurance that faith provides because our hearts have been sprinkled clean from the guilty conscience and our bodies have been washed with pure water If we're going to be coming near with sincere hearts we need to have our feet in motion we need those gospel shoes on and be willing to go I just think it's so important that we really look at when we think of the armor of God some of it's made to protect us and some of it it's still protection because with our gospel shoes on we can get away when trouble's near but it's also a more proactive approach to the battle it might save us 
from entering into a battle we weren't meant to fight when we have those gospel shoes on because we know the word we knew it was a bad situation so we get out right so not all the armor of god is purely protection some of it is there as a proactive way to say whoa you know the truth run in the other direction or you know the truth press forward and you know help someone else you know that's what we need to be doing and then there i found a few quotes and you know i like quotes henry ford said those who walk with god always reach their destination henry ford those who walk with god always reach their destination henry ford dwight l moody said if i walk with the world i can't walk with god so true and it's getting harder because i think the world continues to entice us and say you can do this come on um i can think of like a dating site that's on commercials often and i'm thinking that's not really the christian's way of doing it i don't think <laughs> but that's just my opinion i can be completely wrong but i'm thinking you know god's a relational god and he wants us to be in relation with others and have relationships and it, i know that i have some i've made good friends that i've yet to meet on the computer but i don't know so moving forward and Jack Hiles said, God's mighty power comes when God's people learn to walk with God. God's mighty power comes when God's people learn to walk with him. Jack Hiles. So as you look at your armor of God and you're getting, learning and reading and studying and applying and planning, as you put on those shoes, putting on your gospel shoes, be ready for the journey that God has for you. God has a different journey for each of us. The journey is fun. It can be scary. And it's fun in the sense that we're always learning. And even when we get smacked with reality, if we have that armor of God on to protect us, to help us be proactive, to help lead us in the direction we should be going, then we have accomplished much. And God's told us what we need to have because the devil is going to put things in our path to steer us off course. But when we have our gospel shoes on, we can move forward when we're doing what God wants us to do, following his ways, following his path. But in order to know what that is, we need to be reading our Bible and spending time in prayer. And then hopefully and prayerfully, we are fulfilling the gospel because we really want to be taking our little gospel shoes and going wherever God wants to take us, right? And it's not always going to be easy. It can be challenging. It can be hard. And we need to be ready. 
So put on that armor of God today. It's Friday. Take time every day to spend some time in prayer and I'm learning to meditate on God's word. I've incorporated meditation into my daily pattern and so I've been using meditation apps and stuff but I've also been practicing more meditation using God's word and I truly help I truly think that is helping me and so I encourage you to do the same there's a lot of different things out there and when we're in the word it's easier to decipher right from wrong it's easier to discern because we can't know right from wrong if we don't know what's right and we don't know what's wrong so take some time you are worth it God put it all there for us and you deserve the best God loves you and has a great plan for you you just might not see that plan right now and not everybody's walking a beautiful high road. Facebook is a prime example. You know, people are not always who they say they are on Facebook. Okay? Put on your gospel shoes and be ready for whatever your journey is. Because everyone's journey has bumps and curves and tosses and turns. <laughs> and spins. They're there. There's obstacles. I don't care who you are. And it's not that people are, I think, necessarily being deceptive on Facebook. But I know personally when I'm kind of gargly and rah, 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 I don't want to share that on Facebook. I want to use Facebook as an opportunity to share joy and hope and good with the world. There's just a um, we need to figure out the fine line of when we might be wearing a mask to the world and when we're only posting to share hope and joy. Because some people look at Facebook as truth, especially our teens and our college kids. You know, they watch all these kids out having fun with their big groups of friends. And sometimes the person in the center of that group of seven and eight people laughing and having a grand old time are the loneliest people in the world on the inside but what you see on Facebook or what you know you see on social media shows them as having it all together all these friends the perfect life and but if you knew that person truly knew them like that intimate relationship they can be some of the loneliest people and then there's those that may appear to be, you know, have a few close friends, you know, have a lot of acquaintances and may not appear to like have the social outing, the social life that everyone wants. Yet they're surrounded by more friends and have more strength than the one that appears to be. It's just something to think about. Put on that armor of God and move forward protected and in peace as you share the gospel. This is Lisa, little Melissa, keeping it real. And this was week three in our journey through the armor of God. So join me next Friday as we continue to look 
at the armor of God. It's there to protect us, and it's also there to help us move forward in a proactive way. Thank you for listening. Have a fabulous weekend, everybody.